trying to think of all the things that what's his name used to say. And welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co hosts, Lady J. And T. <laughs> T. T. How are you, T? I'm great. And how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I was a little apprehensive to begin this podcast because <laughs> I feel a little at sea. Mm. <laughs> I don't quite know everything that happens in this episode we'll help each other yeah i feel like we'll um we'll save each other yeah from hopefully the wilderness. Mm, what is this episode again no kidding <laughs> <laughs> imagine the next 40 minutes is us trying to like figure it out what's happening i mean isn't that every episode pretty much <laughs> uh so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should just dive in. Let's do it. Okay. So this is episode 903, mm-hmm. titled The Song of Lucy. Okay. Which feels like a reference to something. Uh, I guess so what Song of Solomon. Yeah. Okay. Because it's what Ru- Lucy references is, at the end. Right? Yes. Okay. Exactly that. So it's The Song of Lucy, which knowing nothing about the Bible, like I don't know what the Song of Solomon is. So I don't doesn't really like work on me like i don't know what i'm supposed to think of or be invoked by this title same and i remember i put a note down read this yeah yeah look into it look into it (laughs) you know research yeah didn't (laughs) nope uh because life is hard (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't blame you you know i'm usually the one that researches a lot and yeah. i didn't even do it for this episode so i do not put that on you yeah. at all no i was just yeah man <laughs> i'm sorry guys i wish i did research and i wish i like looked into this and be like oh yeah i know what the fuck she's talking about nope 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 nope.com sorry <laughs> i tried but sorry so actually you know what before we get into it mm. i do want to give a quick shout out and okay. thank you to our newest Patreon subscriber, Cheryl. Ooh. Oh, cool. Um, hey, what's up, Cheryl? Yeah, I mean, I hope she doesn't mind her name being on blast, but whatever. <laughs> it's okay. too late now. I'm going to call you Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Noise. Um, yeah, anyway, so huge thank you to Cheryl. We really, really appreciate your support. Okay, enough of that. So, Lasang <laughs> Lucy. The Amazon Prime spoilie is very sweet, actually. Lucy gives her first sermon. Oh, that's it. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, The DVD description, as it is wont to do, Mm -hmm. goes a little bit further and tells us, Eric offers Lucy the job of associate pastor, then asks her to give the sermon. While Ruthie meets a boy in detention, Simon agrees to see a therapist. Uh, um, uh, So... <laughs> I honestly I don't know what this episode it opens with what can be described as oh um the craziest dream sequence that yes, ever existed in I know. television history I know I know it's quite insane and first of all okay so it starts off with a dream right yeah 
Lucy, can you have a better dream? <laughs> it's not her dream. It's oh, Kevin's, Kevin's dream. Yes, yes, yes. It's That's Kevin's. the bonkers part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You assume it's Lucy's dream because yeah. it features Lucy and only Lucy, plus like 15 kids or so. Yeah, seriously. But Soccer you, team. you assume it's Lucy's dream and then Kevin's the one that's yeah. fucking dreaming it. But what I find funny is like, Kevin, you didn't dream about your own backyard. It's still at the Kevin yeah, yeah. house. <laughs> garage apartment it's too clutch i I love it i was like okay so you still don't have a backyard with all those kids cool amazing like they couldn't spring for a different set they couldn't they could not spring for a different set dude they didn't have the budget the checks didn't go through yeah yeah (laughs) clearly the show was not doing well nine seasons in (laughs) so it's this crazy dream sequence ruthie's like doing laundry which hilarious i'm like what, you don't even have a dryer in this dream sequence? Like, yeah. we know the Camdens have a dryer, if nothing else. Like, yep. what is happening? Has she's a bandana like, on. She's, like, hanging laundry, singing The Coal Miner's Daughter. Yeah. And she's literally got, like, 15 kids mm-hmm. of, like, the same age. Thank like, you. how did she have these kids? Are they, like, are, did she have quintuplets? Like, what is happening? Hey, man, it's the Camdens. They just adopt all the time. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> um. So, anyway, so, like, he wakes up with a start and Lucy's like, Lucy's like, oh, steak and eggs or whatever she says. Yeah, dude. So she's like, since you're up. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to go make steak and eggs, I guess. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a nice midnight snack. I'm not going to. Actually, lie. I do like steak and eggs for breakfast, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine having it at like two in the morning. Although, I don't know, pregnancy cravings being what they are. Yeah. Like, I guess it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> you guys, honestly, that that plot point is nothing. Like, yeah. It leads to nothing. nothing. It's, I wish I could say this episode is about Kevin's like crisis of faith I or, so. or like some weird shit he's going through. Not at all. I thought it was going to go there, but not it at didn't. All. Kevin's not even in this episode, you guys. Like, o- only to be like in one this, scene with Lucy. Yeah, to and be it's her about mirror. Lucy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. Like, I wish I could say it meant anything, but it doesn't. Um, God, you start something. Finish it, bro. <laughs> I mean, can we? Is it too much to ask? To have just like normal television, like with yeah. the show, like just like you know the things that are normal in telling a story, <laughs> you know, just like the basics of television one hundred and one. Could you do it? Yeah, I guess not because it's seventh heaven. And why not give give Kevin a little bit of a story here? Honestly, this is rife. Like especially after the last episode where he's struggling with like yeah, not being not there for exactly, her and like where's my place in this pregnancy yeah. or whatever. Like perfect, like great transition. Now now this episode focuses on Kevin and like yeah. his thoughts and what he's going through or whatever. Nope, no, not at all. Just useless. Just arm candy. That's and, all it and is. And a song to boot. Like, do we need to... This, here's what it is. And this is the truth, actually. I mean, I don't know this because I didn't research it. Shocker. <laughs> but, but I feel like I know this. Like, so around this time is when Beverly Mitchell released an album. True story. What? Look it the fuck up. There's a Beverly Mitchell album on Spotify that you can listen to for real. So I really feel like this was like a way to like shoehorn in like, oh, look, I can sing, y'all. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. Did I just spring a lot on you? (laughs) A little bit. But did you listen to that? I listened to like half of a song before I just decided this is not worth my time. Mm. And you hear her voice. That is her voice singing. It's not it's not like a Milli Vanilli situation. That is her voice. She's decent. But yeah, it's not like I'm gonna. She's not gonna win Grammys, you know. Okay, whatever. Hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I genuinely believe this is like the show being like, oh, look, Beverly Mitchell's got a record deal, y'all. Here you go. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So anywho, um, our two minute silent scene yes. in this episode is Eric making breakfast. Mm-hmm. It looks okay. He's doing eggs, toast, the works. Yeah, he's, he's done pretty well for himself. Making it happen, considering the man has no discernible t- kitchen talent Exactly. Whatsoever. Yeah. And um, Simon comes downstairs, mm-hmm. and he goes straight for the juice, and Eric's like, I made you breakfast. And he's like, I'm just going to have juice. You know, the breakfast of champions. Yep. And Eric's like, okay, I guess juice is fine. Basically, we learn that Simon's going to go to therapy, right? So yeah. in the last episode, you know, they set up the domino of like, I might think about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And clearly he did. And so he's going. And Eric's like all excited about it and kind of basically is like, and when you're done, I'd be happy to like talk to you about it. You know? Yeah. And Simon's like, uh, like pump your brakes, dude. Like, I'm going to therapy so I can talk about it. I'm not also going to talk about it with you. Like the whole point of therapy is it's like between me and the guy and whatever. And so he's all, Eric's all like butthurt about that. But he doesn't have much time to think too much about it. Yeah. Because Ruthie comes downstairs all dolled up. Of course. And looking fine. I'll be honest with you. Her eye makeup on fleek, (laughs) y'all. She is looking like a Barbie and she knows it. Okay. This is officially the transition of Ruthie into like adulthood, like adolescence, teen, teen dumb, you know, whatever. She's no longer the fresh faced little girl. She's, we've known her to be. So she comes down and she's all, yo pops, I think I'm ready to start dating. (laughs) Yeah, man. With like such confidence. Oh yeah. Love it. Also, how funny that I mean, and by by which I mean not funny at all, that she talks to her dad about that. Yeah. <laughs> like why? I guess what? she's like Lucy in that sense. I guess so. And I guess I guess they've uh, yeah, to your point like they've they have certainly laid the groundwork for it to be a normal thing in this family for Eric to be the person yeah. you talk to about life milestones. Yeah. Okay. So so she's like, I'm ready to start dating. He's all, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I all, don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. But but most most importantly, because she immediately lays her cards on the table and is like, I met this boy in detention. He's super cool and dope. And I really like him. And he's like, okay, bye. Go to school now, honey. Yeah. And, but but all of which is to say, we get this really cute, little moment again what i love in these show in yeah. these shows in this show is annie and eric being just adult people yeah. in a room together like you know whatever sort of the sausage being made as i like to say what's wrong ruthie wants to date harry sounds like a nice guy but did she tell you where she met harry just remember that Ruthie met Harry in detention because she herself was in detention. Yeah, but some kids who are in detention are there for a reason, and I don't want them dating my daughter. And isn't she too young to date? Lucy was 13 when she started dating. Ruthie is going to be 15 this year. She's growing up. Who's Simon? do you want? Ruthie's. Traitor? Have you spoken to Simon? <sighs> I know you did. Oh, don't ruin this therapy thing, please. I'm not ruining anything. I just, just made him breakfast, which he didn't eat. 
Simon has agreed to go and talk to a therapist. That's enough for right now. He'll talk to us when he's ready to talk to us. Yeah, and if he's never ready to talk to us? Well, then I guess we'll just have to accept that. Simon has to solve his own problems. All we can do is be there if and when he needs us. Do you actually believe anything you're saying? Not yet, but maybe if I say it enough times, I will. <laughs> I it's like that. Cute. Yeah. I like it because it feels very real, mm-hmm. which I say a lot, but it, I don't know, it just feels sort of like a natural, sort of like real yeah. conversation that parents would have about I their kids, so. you yeah. know, not that I would know, but, you know, I don't know. Um, I also love that Annie is like <laughs> the cool one. <laughs> yeah, she really is. She's just like telling like, dude, just butt out. It's not even that she's saying butt out, but she's like, she's being smart is what she yeah. is. She's recognizing that their kids are not babies anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? And that they're having that or that they're going through like significant life moments mm-hmm. right now, you know, and that we have to like let them have these moments. Like yeah. this is what we signed up for, you know, I we know. had kids or whatever. And Eric's just being a little bitch about it as he always is. Yeah. That's just who Eric is. And, you know, she's just, like, kind of being the one who's, like, chillax, dude. Like, yeah. Especially when it comes to Simon, because arguably, like, Simon's deal in this episode, like, mm-hmm. is kind of trumps anything else, you know, yeah. really, in terms of Ruthie wanting to date, who gives a shit. But, like, Simon's, like, going to therapy and is dealing with a lot of shit right now, you know? Which he shouldn't have to come back home and discuss with his dad, like... Oh, certainly not. And, That's and, what therapy is no, for. No, but... but like Eric, you should know better. Yeah, yeah. Especially you, counselor man. Exactly. You're doing the exact same thing, and you found this um, this therapist a long time ago, oh, and God. you trust him. Can I say I was legit like shocked and surprised to see Doctor Gibson? I got excited. I had forgotten about same. him. I was like, oh damn, it's the OG doctor, dude. dude I told him, I'm like Doctor Gibson, and I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, any single. <laughs> I, like when I saw him, I got excited to see him. Like how I get excited to see Matt. Yeah, on it was screen. legit. I was like, oh shit! Like they got they got the guy we know. You know. Wait, do we like this show now? <laughs> no. Okay. Categorically not. No. <laughs> Wait, I just you know I do I need you to know us, but at all I know, man. You know, good. I just needed that slap in yeah, the yeah, face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Don't worry, I'm always here for you. <laughs> thank you so much. But yeah, again, just to see Doctor Gibson, you're like, dude, and you lost weight. You looking great man notice he lost weight and then when simon said it i was like i guess we're agreeing agreeing he lost weight <laughs> yeah and his hair grew out i was yeah, like oh yeah. look at you dr gibson okay I mean, cool looks good the guy the guy pulls <laughs> and like you know pulling his usual shit like oh okay you don't need me you're fine. oh yeah no like the whole like you know reverse psychology shit because he's a psychologist um yeah. <laughs> wait no is he a psychiatrist What's the one that can prescribe drugs? Psychiatrist. Then I think he's a psychiatrist. Really? Oh. I think he must be, right? I can't remember. I don't really. Either. I can't remember. Because I, also, I also honestly think his name plaque says therapist. <laughs> like later when we see his name plaque, I legit think it says therapist. Oh, this show. You're too much. <laughs> I can just imagine the writer's room like, wait, which one's which again? We don't know. Therapist, Therapist. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Um, so 
So Simon goes to see Gibson. Mm -hmm. And as you said, he does that whole like, cause, cause Simon does that whole bullshit of like, I don't even need to be here. Like whatever. Like, like, I'm not even thinking about the accident from last year and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, cool. I don't even work on Tuesdays. So if you don't need me, bye. Yeah, exactly. You know? So he's like, okay. So he leaves. But then of course, because it's a show, like he bursts back in like unannounced or whatever. And, um, I guess my inner voice was saying I'm going to hell anyway for killing a guy, so I might as well have sex. I killed someone. I committed the greatest sin that there is. I took a life away, you know? I mean, yeah, it was an accident, but somebody's dead. So it doesn't matter what I do anymore. You know, I mean, what does it matter if I have sex? If you were me, you could be with a beautiful woman or spend every day and night having those kind of thoughts. You know, what would you choose? Yeah, yeah, you know, I had a sexual relationship with Georgia so I could forget that I killed someone because I thought that I was no good. Wow. Yeah, I did. I did, didn't I? I'm sorry, I just have never said any of this out loud before. God, I'm insane. I'm insane, aren't I? Oh. I can assure you, you are not insane. I'm sorry, it just makes me laugh. Dude, the way you cut it. <laughs> I know, I did. I cut out a lot of silence. Which is fine. Which is hilarious. It, like, you know, the reason why there is a sense so you can sit with it. Yeah, yeah. And then as you cut all that shit out, you're <laughs> like, are you insane? You are insane. To- <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I've ruined the show. That's not possible. Um, yeah, it's really not possible. No, okay, but in all in all seriousness, no. Like what? In all seriousness, <laughs> though, um, this is like a real moment for Simon. Like yeah. he's truly like having all the feels right now because, as he says, like I think it's 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 the first time he's thinking and 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 confronting himself with these. Yeah thoughts and these truths as it were mm-hmm. and um and i don't know i ha- I, I take issue with the idea that he had sex so he wouldn't feel something you know like it feels yeah. like you would maybe go to drugs or drinking so you wouldn't feel something not that you would be like oh, i'm gonna fuck yeah. <laughs> i mean i get it people do that more power to you but it doesn't feel real, like I know in that way. You know I, what I mean? I, I hear it, you. It, it's I almost agree. like they worked backwards. Like they were like, okay, so he had sex. Let's now let's explain why he had sex. You know what I mean? Like as opposed to getting there organically. You yeah. know? Um, and I mean, I don't know. Like him, like watching him cry and shit. Like that's pretty emotional and like mm-hmm. kind of hits the nerve a little bit. You know? But I don't know. I mean, whatever, dude. We get it. You had sex. You feel bad about it okay like welcome to the world like yeah i don't know just it's it's all a little weird i don't know i can't put my finger on this it's just one of those mm, oh god i don't even know what to think about this this entire thing like okay show me a fucked up relationship that he turned to 
to like deal with it. Like, to, do you get what I'm saying? Well, like, but because so, the girl is, there's nothing wrong with her. Okay, but see, I, th- I feel like the show is trying to say it's a fucked up relationship because of how he keeps saying, like, I don't even want to be with her. I don't know why I'm with her, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And so even in the beginning of the episode, right, like, Eric brings Georgia up and he's like, oh, we broke up. And then we find out they didn't break yeah, up. Yeah, they didn't. And then, but then for real, they break up. Yeah. And this is the greatest part, though, is when Simon is talking to Georgia about why this needs to end. Yeah. He says this. I wasn't ready to be with myself, let alone someone else. He's talking about masturbation, right? (laughs) We can all agree. We can all agree about that, I think. Oh, Categorically. (laughs) That's no question. Um, No, but so they have this breakup scene and and then it immediately becomes not a breakup scene like a second later when yeah. she's in his room and Annie's like what's going on and he's like well we were discussing the possibility of actually being together without physical activity and I was like what is happening with these two people are they together are they not together what is the show trying to tell me with this bullshit apparently he said they didn't get to know each other like at all. So are we are we going to see more of Georgia? I don't. Barf. That's that's what I'm getting. Because he said like he said she makes me laugh. That's worth exploring. Like that's what he says <laughs> to Eric. She does say that. She, Ew. Yeah. And so. I mean don't get me wrong. Humor is good. Yeah. But like that's but, what you're hanging your fucking hat on. Is but she he, makes you laugh. That reminds me of a friend's joke. <laughs> if, he, if he's funny. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry but i don't know even with like georgia dude it's just she even admits that admits as much like i don't love you either like i don't have those kind of feelings for you okay so let's try to figure it out let's see if we do have feelings like this or is it worth exploring classic like codependent bullshit this is like i don't want to be alone i know i don't like love you yeah and because they both admit to each other they don't love each Each other other, yeah real for real and and even Georgia, because she's fucking Looney Tunes, she's like, yeah, but so, like, can't we just, like, get there eventually? And it's like, I mean, yeah, that's normal relationship shit, but yeah. you guys have already, like, jumped the fucking shark. You fucking, like, going to a hotel room together. Yeah. Like, if you already are starting from that place, like, there's not much room to grow, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, sorry, but, like... It is what it is, you know. I'm not, mind you. I'm not try- trying to be the prude who's like, wait till marriage to have sex or whatever. No, but it's just. But it's like if you start from a place of fucking, like, yeah. where do you go from there? You know. Apparently, they want to figure that out. Whatever. More power to them. I hope they're happy. I just don't want to see it. Well, yeah, because we're not a fan of Georgia. Also, too, like. How are they going to explain away that she also doesn't go to school? Because I feel like they're they're going to explain away Simon not going to school because he's going to do this therapy game for a while. Yeah. Although, no, because it ends no. with him going to school. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is all fucked up. It doesn't well, matter. From, from what Eric said, it's like, go, take therapy before you go to school. Like, right. go, go to a therapist before you go to school and then find someone wherever you end up going. Right. Like, whenever you end up at school, find a therapist there too. Like, that's that's the agreement that Eric and Simon 
made That's with each right. other, and, right? And, and then and then when Simon finally opens up to his parents, which is exactly what Annie knew would happen when yeah. he was ready, he like tells them the therapy helped. He apologizes for his crazy erratic behavior, yeah. and Eric even comes back to that and 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 is like, I. Like, I reacted terribly when I was like, I'm not going to pay for shit. Here's a check. Like, yeah. don't worry. Go back to school. I got you, you yeah. know. Um, and even Gibson, like, uh, refers another therapist on campus for... Oh, sure. Um, for Simon. And, and, but, but I love, too, that Simon says, like, I'm still not promising I'm not going to have sex. Good on him. I just promise that I will be ready to have sex the next time I have it. Yeah. Which, like, that is honestly the best you can ask for. Like, that is what you should ask for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, that, that shows... a parent a, or whatever. But that also shows, like, a level of maturity because he's... Not, what? Like... You can't control what he does and what he doesn't do. If he is madly in love with someone, what? I know. And even if he I wasn't, know. what? I know. Like it's just sex. He, but besides <laughs> that, he's like I respect Simon I for do too. this because I do too. he. I guess I can say it, like he's a man of his word in that sense. Like, and we've always known that to be true. Exactly, that is not out of character. For he's him. Te- he's basically telling you. Don't have high expectations that I'm not going to meet. I'm going to set the expectations on myself, and that's the shit that I'm going to meet. T, you just fucking nailed it on the head, dude. That's exactly what he's telling his parents. I love Simon. You crushed it. You fucking crushed it. That's all we're going to say about that, because that's the end of the story. All right. I mean, right? Yeah. (laughs) Our spirit animal, you can sit. Bye, Simon. I feel like he's not my spirit animal anymore. Well, he was when he was a bebe. And then... I know, but but to be fair, though, no one else is my spirit animal on the show. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Simon is still as close as it gets. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. Fucking Simon. So... Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about... Aaron Carter? I was I was gonna say I almost I I wonder if we should save that. Oh, we end. can totally save it. I just I will no, never. No, actually, no, no, no. Let's I, do. Let's hit Ruthie and Harry and Martin. That fucking triangle. I right kind of now. like refuse to call him Harry. I know you're right. I'm like Aaron. That's Carter. hilarious. That Aaron his name Carter. is Harry on the show. Like, don't get me wrong. Harry's a respectable name, but it just doesn't suit Aaron Carter. No. With with them blonde highlights? Yeah, thank you. Oh, my God. Why is it when I think of a Harry, I think of a brown-haired boy? Thank you. Same. Okay, what is that? I don't know. Is that racist? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think there's something to be said about, like, again, nothing to say about the name Harry, not in a bad way, but I can't help but Yeah, I mean, we know a couple Harrys. I know, but I can't... I can't help but think when I think of the name Harry, I'm picturing a buttoned up, you know, shirt, like all the way up to your collarbone, glasses. I don't know. Oh, you're thinking of a nerd. (laughs) Pretty much. Or like, just like, I don't want to say well kept, but like, I don't know, like preppy. When I I hear Harry, I don't think of the vibe, but I definitely picture a brown haired boy. Yeah, that too. I don't know why it, Harry to me is a brown haired boy's name. <laughs> and especially when Aaron Carter's like, my name is Harry. I'm like, shut up. I know. I'm it's not- also like, can you just not right now? Like you're so extra Aaron Carter. I don't need you. Yeah. Like this he- character drives me up a wall. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm gonna make sure I look really good next to Ruthie. <laughs> I can't handle his stupid ass. So 
Ruthie introduces him before we ever see him as this nice guy she met in detention, which all the boys are because, yeah, because they set this up perfectly in the last episode. Where all the nice boys are, you know, they're just misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And also, that's the other problem I have is like, that's that's not Ruthie's type. No, like that's not Ruthie's type whatsoever. It's She's Peter. only ever been, yeah. But Peter was blonde, but he didn't start out that way. That's not his fault. Yeah, <laughs> that's not his fault. No, what I, I mean, caught myself. No, but what I mean by like her type, like Peter is like Ruthie, straightforward. Yes, and does I guess Harry is too. Like, I mean, he's because he's not one to like put a facade on for the parents. You well, know? it's OK. I mean, Ruthie can have one like she wanted like she got a guy with some swag. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, you're right. Let, you're her, right, let you're right. her have let her, this one. Let her sow some seeds and yeah, then yeah. she got with Martin. She's like, that guy was no good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, but that's what's so fucking funny is like so she springs this bullshit on Eric and then goes off to school and Martin is like, I'm gonna keep an eye on her. And I'm all you better. Oh, yeah. Don't keep your eye on that girl. your territory dude like fucking a. I'm telling you I mean it is the tension is just wall to wall I, I totally right? have like a line saying it's, like oh you don't like what you see oh I bet you don't I like fucking, <laughs> I fucking drew eyes on my notes I was like yeah you gonna keep your tabs on Ruthie okay <laughs> like he is watching her yeah and, dude and he's there like a fucking hawk the minute Harry appears in the hallway he's there yeah. like he came out of nowhere dude as her perfect chastity belt dude <laughs> I mean a little bit but also it's kind of hot because he's into her clearly he yeah. doesn't even know it that's how into her he's yeah so damn so this he, show <laughs> I swear to god so Harry like meets up with Ruthie in the hallway and like kisses her on the cheek like mm-hmm. from behind like she didn't know he was coming you know and she tells him she's like uh dude yeah look I'll let you know when I want to kiss okay no, I'll let you know when she wants a kiss. Look, I suggest you take your lips Literally and keep moving down the hall. I'm Harry. You must be Martin. Baseball player, right? I know who you are. Just move along. I'll see you later, Ruthie. Don't bet on it. I'll let you know when I want to talk, okay? It was just a kiss. A kiss you didn't want, right? Yeah, and I told Harry that. I don't need a bodyguard. I can take care of myself. You don't even know him. You met him in detention. Doesn't that tell you anything? Yeah, it tells me that he's a nice guy who made a mistake that landed him in detention. And you know what? I'm a nice girl that made a mistake that landed me in detention. So if you're going to judge him based on the detention gig, then you'll just have to judge me the same way. Dude, I'm sorry. I just hearing this back with just the audio. Yeah. Like... Martin must do a lot of face acting because none of it is coming across in his voice. There's no, yeah. Like his voice is like, couldn't be more robotic. Mm -hmm. But when you're watching him on screen, he kind of pops. Like, yeah. He doesn't feel dead in the eyes yeah. when he's acting. Because, like, he leans in. He's doing something with his Yeah, eyebrows. he's definitely emoting with his face because it's not, not in, in his, his voice, voice whatsoever. Yeah, I know. Because he's genuinely like, tell your story walking, mister. We don't want what you're selling here, dude. Yeah. You know, like, kicks Harry out the game, basically. Yeah. And Harry, to his credit, because he's got to stand his ground or whatever. Yeah. I get it. Is like, okay, see you later, Ruthie. And he's like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> like... <laughs> when it's it's great but um when he mentions like yeah he kissed you and it was a kiss you didn't want yeah yeah i thought i'm like oh this relationship is doomed because ruthie is always the one that kisses first oh that's true i was like this is doomed 
girl, you called it again. I know. I don't know about that, but I just like Ruthie's yeah. game. No, Ruthie's great because, again, as we said a few moments ago, Ruthie is who she is. She is unapologetically Ruthie. Yeah. Like, she does not mince words. She does not play games. She will tell you what she likes. She will tell you what she doesn't like. Yeah. And God help you. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, truly, just she is who she is. And so he kisses her. And rather than be like that giggly, like, hi, Harry, yeah. she's like, listen, dude, <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's cool and all. But next time I'll tell you when I want that shit. Yeah. You know? And and she tells him and then and and she's right. I think I genuinely like think that she feels Martin's presence to be wholly just unnecessary to her in this moment. Mm -hmm. Like he she doesn't need him to fight her battles. No. Protect her. No. Be there uh, in the fucking wings waiting for some sort of, you know, advance to be made by Harry. Like, she's like, I can handle my shit like. I'm good, dude. Like, mm-hmm. leave me be. I'm sorry I, you know, pantsed you or whatever, but, like, we're cool now, right? Yeah, because you got your sense of humor back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I get it, too, because, like, from Martin's perspective, I, I also think he doesn't know how much he loves her, genuinely, right now. I think that he sees her as a little sister. Yeah. And so he's like, I gotta be a big brother about this, yeah. you know? And... And it's coming off a little like overprotective and a little overbearing mm-hmm. and shit. And Ruthie's like, I don't need that from you, dude. Take and, a hand. And dude, have Simon and Martin had any scenes in this? Except their first one three seasons ago? No. <laughs> right? No. Okay. All I don't right. think so. Yeah, they haven't had any Martin and Matt have had scenes. Oh yeah. I mean this season anyway. Mm-hmm. And certainly he's had scenes with everyone else. But yeah, I don't think he and Simon have really uh, connected. Yeah, because they're, they're not bros. No. Although, presumably, they have or maybe they haven't on purpose because of the whole Cecilia elephant. That bitch. Fucking, she's not even here anymore and she's still causing trouble. <laughs> God damn it, Cecilia. Pieces. Okay, so... um. Yeah, so then Harry Oh no, Eric. Yeah, they want him over, right? Harry. Yeah. I think actually what ends up you're right, because what ends up happening is they agree No, I, no, fuck that noise. Eric confronts Harry and is like, I don't like it. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. What's your deal, dude? How'd you end up in detention? And we learn that Harry pulled a prank where he basically grand theft auto the teacher ca- teacher's car. Yeah. And I'm like, so it's a prank, but it's also a felony? Yeah. Like <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Not. And kid, you're in <laughs> You're too old for this. Sh- like you're not, also not too old for this. You're shit, not too but old, but it's like you should know better. The whole yeah. thing is stupid. And he, but the thing is though, he's, he admits that it's stupid. Yeah. But he also tries to like be like, it was just a prank. I'm a harmless idiot because i live in social services and i don't have a family and sometimes i need a pick-me-up and a good laugh and then he also says also having a girlfriend wouldn't hurt and i'm like you are gross yes officially you are now in gross territory and no matter what martin says or doesn't do and that i don't agree with i also i'm not rooting for you yeah especially especially that stupid line that he throws to annie i can see where ruthie gets her 
Ugh, gets her looks from garbage. I, I think I have it written down where I'm like, okay, I th- just threw up in my mouth. Like, I think I have a line no, for that. It's, it's true. Um, basically, he's a garbage human being. <laughs> he just is. But then I just hate characters like this that they it's like the same MO. You just give him the same stupid lines. Like, I don't know. I, I just, wrote I wrote, what does Ruthie see in him? Yeah. Like I like truly, what is there to see? Because all we know about him is that he's a felon and he's like he's like kind of a jerk. Like, yeah. you know, like what is there about this guy? And then so then they're hanging out and shit. And he like looks sloppy, like was because she invites him to church, right? Mm-hmm. And he's wearing this wrinkled ass shirt. I'm like, you couldn't fucking steam that shit. And, like, what is your deal, dude? Like, you're going to church in a fucking. You're not even wearing a jacket. Like, who are you? You know, <laughs> like, okay, whatever. I'm not judging that shit, but I'm still like from the angle of like, what does Ruthie see in you? Yeah, you know? like you're not even like putting your best foot forward, like trying to like be decent you know like what's your deal i guess they're trying to make you believe that he actually is in like in social services i don't know because oh right like that's why his shirt's wrinkled because he lives out of a duffel bag i don't know um and then martin decides he's going to be the bigger person in Mm -hmm. this whole deal so he like agrees to Give Martin the uh, give Harry the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you know, drives them to church, all this shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ruthie then makes says something that really like this is when I barfed. Is she's like, I like it when you act like my big brother. Oh, ew, no, thank yeah. you. Bye, Ruthie and Martin forever. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, watch what you say, girl, girl. Like, how did you go from, I don't need you to be my protector to, I kind of like it. Like, and this is where I was like, oh, Ruthie, you're so 13. Yeah. (laughs) Or 15 or whatever you are. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, girl, like, I feel for you. It must be hard to have, like, a hot guy living in your house like a brother, though. Honestly. I mean, she's she, the same shit happened with Robbie. She was young enough that it wasn't weird, obviously, yeah. with Robbie. But, like, it must be hard to, like, keep having these, like, dudes living in, under your roof that are, like, especially now at 15 when she's, like, feeling all the feels, you know? Well, you know when Ruthie said, when I'm 16, I'm going to keep him? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe she'll keep Martin when she's 16. Not if she sees him as a big brother. That's gross. That's gross. But, th- I mean... Th- th- I mean, what I mean to say is if she does keep him at 16 and sees him as a big brother, that's gross. That's gross. gross. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. Like, it's just Yuck. too much. Um, but anyway, so the sort of the story of Ruthie and Harry ends on like a positive note of like people are going to give him the, the benefit of the doubt, yeah. sort of under supervised circumstances. They can hang out, get mm-hmm. let the family get to know him a little bit better. The part that really lets Eric's like there's sort of like like tugs at Eric's Eric's heartstrings is the whole I live in social services. I don't have a family bullshit. Yeah, which automatically makes him like a quote unquote sympathetic character in Eric's eyes. And then at that moment, were you thinking, Oh fuck, please don't adopt him. I I mean, I swear to God, but also I was just like, Oh, so this is going to be the Harry show. Like now it's going to be about finding Harry a family. Like that whole trope that we know this show does. Mm -hmm. 
But think, thankfully, it wasn't that. But it did make Eric be like, okay, well, you can see him in the house. <laughs> like, yeah. Which, ew. Um, but also, Ruthie lights up when that happens. Yeah, she does. He's like, he's like, we agreed that you guys can hang out in the house. And she's like, okay, I'll call him. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Ruthie, you should want better for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these well, kids are never going to have normal lives. <laughs> well, that's her only option as of right now. Yeah, but... So then just don't do it. <laughs> like, how oh, is that a normal option? Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if the only way you could like hang out with boys was at your house with your parents there. Gag me. Let's have conversation. No. And also, can we just meta take a step back for a second? What is it she was doing with, with, uh, with Peter, if not dating? No. <laughs> like that wasn't dating. <laughs> They, were, they loved like they had declared love to each other they had kissed each other like yeah that wasn't her first boyfriend like what are we doing here she, yeah and peter was over all the time doing homework all the time and they would go out like to the promenade and shit together yeah. like they were i mean they were as together as 13 year olds could be yeah for her to be like i'm ready to start dating bitch you have been for the last year and a half like what are you saying i know yeah, that's the part that kind of threw me off there. Like, Lucy started dating when she was 13. I'm like, but so did Ruthie, yeah. right? Yeah. She mentioned how much she, she loved Peter. She was a boy at 13 before Peter, remember? Yeah. Jake or whatever his stupid yeah, yeah. name was. She kissed that dude before she ever kissed Peter. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. I guess kissing isn't dating, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not, it's not like this is foreign territory. They're like, ooh, Ruthie and boys, what? Uh, what? But, you know. You guys, you guys should see the amount of emoting I'm doing right now. <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast. I'm like acting all over the place. <laughs> I hope it's coming across in my voice, but I might be Martin syndrome. <laughs> nah, never. So, um, so that's the story, right? That's yeah, it. Who that's cares? It. Whatever. <laughs> so so let's talk about the fun part. So which is there well, a fun Lucy part? Lucy and Kevin is pretty fun. I mean, Lucy, again, it's not even about Kevin. Lucy's whole thing is pretty cool. Again, Lucy as a character crushing it this season yeah. so far. Talk about like growth, narrative, plot mm-hmm. points. Like there's a story here. I'm here yeah. for it. Yes, queen. So <laughs> yes, queen. Um, so Kevin has his weird dream and she's like steak and eggs. Cool. And then um, Eric approaches Lucy and is like, so I gave you the job of associate pastor, which that's a sh- that's a surprise because the last time we checked in, all she did was, was all she was given was a class about sex. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's the associate pastor. Cool. That's a milestone for Lucy. Check mark Lucy. Like, yeah. That's a cool thing. I wish it would have made a bigger moment in the show. But anyway, so she's the associate pastor. And Eric's like, why don't you give the sermon this week? Mm-hmm. Like, cool. And especially because, oh, because he's like, he's like, well, I was going to announce about your class yeah. at, at a church on Sunday. But why don't you just give the sermon and then you can also talk about your class or whatever. Yeah. So she's like, oh, my God, awesome. And then as soon as he leaves, she's like nervous. Of course. <laughs> Which, of course. So she's tripping. And I I wrote, this feels like a test. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know Eric loves her and everything, but it felt a little bit like, why don't you give the sermon this yeah, week, yeah. Lucy? Let's, Let's see, see how what you, you do got. with that. Yeah. Like, it feels a little, like, nefarious, yep. you know? 
So, I mean, of course it's not, but it just, I was, I mean, I mean, you would hope your father wouldn't try to set you up for, really. So, so then we get, we get a few beats of like Lucy being a little overwhelmed, right? Like school and sermon and da 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 da. And I had this moment where I was like, oh shit, this is all leading to she's not going to want to finish school. Like, it's going to be the story of how she came to the conclusion that she needs to drop out of school because it's too much, you know? Yeah. And thankfully, at least in this episode, they didn't go there. No. But I still am, you know, You're reserving the right. Happen. Yeah, I reserve the right to to think that that's going to be a story oh, point man. in the future. I don't know. I hope she just graduates. I want I her do to. too. Especially because she's so close and she seems so committed. And, yeah. And sure, she's stressed, but it feels like she's willing to bear that stress. Exactly. You know? So I would hate for the story of Lucy to be that she couldn't do school because she became a mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll see. So, so then, um, she's like struggling to come up with her sermon and stuff. And she goes to her dad and she's like, okay, listen, give me like some, <laughs> like yeah. give me something I can start with. Cause I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing and I don't know where to go. And he's like, all you have to do is look in the mirror. Like, God, I hate that kind of shit. No, but it's it's a good point, though, because what he's really saying is in the metaphorical sense of like, you know, like, make it about yourself. Like, think about your life and your journey and whatever. But this bitch goes and stands in front of a mirror mirror. (laughs) like, Jesus, Lucy, like, what are you doing? You're 26 years old. So (laughs) wait, is she? I don't know. They don't. I, I. Okay, let's let's think about it. No, she has to be younger. When we met her, she was 13. So nine years later, she's 22. Yeah, and she's that finishing. Yeah. I'm going to say she's 22, 23, somewhere yeah. in that range. Okay. So still, though, don't take your father's mirror advice literally. So So anyway, she's looking in this mirror, and then Kevin walks in. And he's like, what are you doing? And this is a really sweet little moment. It was which, sweet. Well, okay, let's let's listen to it, and then I'll yeah, give my see. hot takes. Why do you love me? You don't look to me to make you happy. You take responsibility for your own happiness. You know who you are and what you believe. It's sexy. Very attractive. And I could sense from the very beginning you were never looking for anyone to define you, tell you who you should be and what you should do. I guess I fell in love with the fact that you loved yourself so much, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I do know what you mean. And I love that even though I have more than enough money and you could just stay home and raise our children, you want to work. You want to give something to the world as well as me and our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want so much to just love that moment for what it is. It just, you know, out of context, just everything he's saying. Yes, I'm here mm-hmm. for it. It's sweet. It's nice things. And yeah. he obviously means them lovingly. Yeah. I take issue with the fact that he like wastes no time. He like he knows all the reasons why he loves her. Yeah. Which means that he's thought about it before, which is a little gross, don't you think? <gasps> right? Is it a, isn't it a little gross that he's like that he's got a list is- ready to rattle off of all the reasons he loves her? That 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 he doesn't even hem and haw and like kind of just be like, gosh, like I don't know, like I just love you, and then thinks about it and is able to list a few things, like that yeah. he's like, 
okay, here's why. <laughs> like, like it's all choreographed a little, a little too little much. A little bit. A little bit. Like I would, I would have appreciated a little bit of like, you know, like sort of organicness in yeah. that moment of like, gosh, like, I don't know, man, I love you. Like, I just like, like in almost as if to say that like his soul loves her. Yeah. Otherwise it's just a laundry list of things. It's like, it's almost like he had a checklist and she checked off all the boxes, you know, like yeah. it's a little mechanical. It's a little clinical. Like, yeah, it's just weird. It strikes me as weird a little it's bit, true. you know, it's true. And then also too, his voice, like the way he's saying it, like, it's sexy. Like, yeah. like, I don't believe you, Kevin. Like, like you literally are reading off of a checklist. Like, like uh, make me believe what you're saying at least, Jesus. Like, well, no one's really known for their acting on this show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Not an Emmy to be seen. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. But it's just the whole thing, like, again, out of context, the words on paper, I'm here for it. Yeah, but I know the moment doesn't play as beautifully and as lovelyly yeah. <laughs> as, as you'd want it to. I yeah. Think. You're just like, that's a good list, but that's a list. Yeah. It's, it's exactly that. And the way he's like, and then he, he might as well have said in summation, like at the end, you know, like, like, it's just all so yeah. like, like, Did you I, get it? I present to the court exhibits A, B, C, and D, you know, like, I don't know. Um, Do you believe me now, Lucy? Okay. I have, I have a job. And so, and then, but then what's with the capper is he ends it like, did that help? And she's like, actually, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did it though? (sighs) I mean, I'm glad it did for your sake, but weird. Yeah. Because Lucy needed a list. Well, no, I think Lucy, I think what that did for Lucy is like literally just give her something to think about, (laughs) frankly, because, because she was looking in the mirror and coming up blank because she's an idiot. And, and he said all those things. And in that moment, she was able to be like, oh, okay, yeah, the things that he sees in me mm-hmm. are the things about me that I need to highlight in yeah. this sermon or mm-hmm. whatever, which is exactly what she does, frankly. Yeah. So so it's actually this cute moment, like she's in her little garb, whatever that shit's called, like, yeah. the, like the fucking judge's robe with the white I sash. Know. And she's like coming down the stairs, her little pregnant belly, and Eric's down there waiting for her. And he's like, "Oh my god, look at you!" And I realized in that moment too, like this is not her first sermon. Yeah, it's not. But it is her first sermon as associate pastor, so it's a milestone. And wearing in its the, own the right. clothes. That's right. She, what's what's that shit called? That there's a name for that. Right? I, I just want to say a robe. I want to say like no. In that moment, as you were saying, in that clothes, I was like, oh, there's a name for it. In the frock, in the garb, in the those are just words. Ugh, anyway, whatever. Listeners, let us know. You know what I'm talking about. Um, the, the coven? No, not the covenant. The the vestment. Vestment <laughs> nailed it. Like what's the it word? is her first sermon in the vestments. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I pulled that out of my hat, dude. Yeah. I'm really. Can I take a second right now and be really proud of myself? Um. So it's like a momentous occasion, you know. It's her first. It's a big deal. Anyway, mm-hmm. like cool. Like props for her. So she goes up on the pulpit, and basically, here's how we're gonna do this, right? So she gives this like 15 minute sermon. It's too long, but I've cut it up into three clips of like the big ideas she's talking about. Okay. Uh So, um, her first clip 
or her first clip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sort of the first idea she presents, right, is the idea that, like, you know, love is that that we should love ourselves. Yeah. That 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 loving ourselves is what God like wants of us. Yeah. Right. So many of us make loving ourselves dependent upon something outside of ourselves. So many of us make being complete dependent upon being with someone else and being fulfilled dependent upon accomplishment. But it's not someone else's job to make us happy. It's your job to make yourself happy and to know who you are. And if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Oh, sorry, guys. My bad. <laughs> no, it was fucking perfect. Yes. You guys, I, I couldn't help myself. Oh, I when love him. Paul made that speech at his Emmys win. Okay, and he said those exact words. God. I was like, I need a clip of this yesterday. Not, I swear I got goosebumps only because I fucking love him so much. But it's much. literally what she says. Like, yeah. you guys, I'm going to play the real clip right now. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, mean, I won't because it's boring. But like, she literally, she goes, and if you can't love yourself, yeah. how are you going to love someone else? And pa- RuPaul says that in his Emmy speech. As of this recording, the Emmys were two days ago. and Or as of when this is released a week ago. And when he won, he ended his speech that yeah. way. And the, can I get an amen? I was like, honey, you are speaking all of my languages yes. right now. Um, I love that. Sorry, I had to do it. It was self-indulgent, but it was fun. Love RuPaul. Um, so, yeah. So that was like the first sort of premise or whatever mm-hmm. of her speech about loving ourselves, right? And not putting our self-worth on other external things yeah. or whatever. And then... She introduces the idea that we need to find our passion yeah. and ourselves yeah. in sort of doing all of that, you know? God wants us to know and love ourselves. He also wants us to know our purpose, our passion. Those two things are connected. And you cannot find your passion if you don't know who you are. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. pretty self-explanatory there. Exactly. Because then she really brings it home um, at the end of her speech. Yeah. Where she's talking about, like, what it means to pursue passion and life, as Mm -hmm. it were. Passion is what you pour into creating a life for yourself that has meaning, and purpose. So I ask you, especially all you girls out there, what have you dreamt about doing? What is that thing that you've always wanted to do? I hate to say it, but as a young woman, it's very easy to get sidetracked from discovering your passion. There are actually more things to sidetrack you and not much to inspire you. But remember the Shulamite woman. Remember what she teaches us. We cannot share our passion with others until we find it within ourselves. Whatever your passion is, now's the time to experience it. Whatever your purpose is, now's the time to discover it. Whatever you need, now is the time to pursue it. Now is the time to accomplish it. Now. Right now. Your passion is that thing you love. 
That thing you would give anything to do, to be. What you are waiting for is already inside of you. It is our responsibility to make that life happen, to make our dreams happen, to find our passion and pursue it. I kind of love that. Yeah, I know. It's true. I, I really connected to that moment mm-hmm. of her sermon outside of the God at like the religious aspect, just as like, as like a Ted talk, you know, yeah, like, I was yeah. just like, I was like, I need to hear this. Like, this needs to be like my mantra. Like, yeah. like, and I, and I like that she, that she aims it at girls, at women, yeah. you know, like, like specifically, because she also says in her sermon that, you know, she's going to start this class, but for now it's only going to be for girls. Yeah. And I really, connected to that idea mm-hmm. and funnily enough like fucking 10 years ago this was 15 years ago this was on yeah. the air and i feel like it's more poignant now than ever right the idea of like empowering girls to like be impassioned yeah and to like pursue their dreams mm-hmm. and to, and to focus on that in their lives yeah. you know as opposed to externalities and it's bullshit true. you know yeah and it's like i don't know it was a really cool little message for this stupid show from th- 15 years ago I you think know one of my um this one quote that i that i read was uh you were born perfect everything you add on is just useless Aww. which I'm like, damn, that's some powerful shit to say to yourself and believe in. Like, it's, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like to say like, hell yeah, I was born with everything. Fuck what everybody else says. Everything yeah. else. Yeah. Everything you add on is useless. Cause you came equipped. Uh, like yeah. you're, you are 100% adequate and not everybody will see that. You have to believe it. Also, so again, the Emmys were just a couple days ago as of this recording, and um, Maisel swept. Yeah, the marvelous Maisel, like won like eight Emmys. Yeah, which shocking no one because it's phenomenal. But also, like the message of that show mm-hmm. is also like the idea that like you know, as a woman, you know, especially at that time, yeah, you know, like there's a certain parameter of what you are expected to do yeah and and also a limit of what you can be mm-hmm. you know and Maisel's whole story is how that fucking limit wasn't working for her yeah and she broke the fuck out of that right yeah and and it's that same idea it's like you know it's like go fucking pursue that shit yeah and I like I mean when she says it's our duty she means it in the God way, you know, like, like it's, it's our religious duty, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, it is our duty. duty in, in the sense of like that, like that religious way. Yeah. But if you kind of remove that religious context from it, like, and you think about like, what is the purpose of life? What is, yeah. why are we here on this fucking blue marble for a hundred yeah. years if we're lucky, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it is our duty. It's yeah. our duty to, to put out into the world, our yeah. essence, who mm-hmm. we are, you know, in the most purest and most yeah. like truest of ways, you know, like it's so crazy because lately I've been listening to more and more podcasts and like uh, some of them are just the things that I'm listening to. It's like whether they're yogis or like Buddhists or things like that, some of the shit that they say, and I say shit in like, I I'm like in love with the things that they're saying. This one idea was imagine one day, Everybody woke up, every single human on this planet woke up and said, I fully accept myself and love myself. I'm like, damn, we would all be so fucking happy (laughs) because 
if you love yourself, you put out that like, I am care- I'm happy energy out there. Life, life is hard. Let's be real. There's a lot of things that happen, which doesn't let most people do that. And I get it. But again, such a beautiful idea. That's all I'm saying. It's just so good when you hear things like that. You're like, damn, that sounds so fa- magnet. Like it's powerful. I'd like to say something else to sort of yes. And that thought, yeah. right. Um, I was recently talking to a friend um, a friend of this podcast, I w- who shall remain nameless, but we all we haven't had that many special guests. <laughs> um, and you know, she, <laughs> I almost gave it away. That friend and I were talking about um, sort of, you know, life, like where we're at yeah. in our lives right now, and sort of, you know, we both sort of suffer from, and, and I say suffer almost facetiously, but we all, but we both. Um, are sort of in this thing of like constantly thinking about like what's next, what more and yeah. you know, how do we continue to to um to up our game, yeah. you know, for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? And um and and I, over the course of that conversation, I kind of had this like you know, you know how sometimes like a thought will pop into your head and yeah. it's so like perfectly worded it's almost like like it needs to be a quote you know like yeah. like 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 you think in quotes you know mm-hmm. kind of when that happens and i and i said out loud and i was like don't confuse um gratitude for complacency mm. and i and it and i said it and then i and then i heard it you know and yeah. i and it was like oh oh my god yeah because it would be so easy to wake up one day and and love your and say I love myself yeah every inch of myself mm-hmm. and for that to be translated as like so I'm d- I'm good right <laughs> like I'm done right yeah and but no just because you love yourself doesn't mean you're not striving you're not oh, yeah. dreaming you're not pursuing yeah and going for the next and the best yeah. and the you know whatever it just means that you also recognize the abundance. Yeah. Of the universe, man. Yeah. No, you know? it's it's true. 100%. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be I love myself and I'm done. No. No. Cuz that's a, that's you consciously like saying I am not going to participate. I am done. Right. I don't need Which to do anything. Which is exactly not the point of life. No. You know. Because and someone else said this, life is the best practice. And it it it's true. Like put your con like fully there present and like consciously doing things because sometimes we're just robots there are days where you're just in that routine mm-hmm. and everything where you're is, not grateful where you're yeah. not engaging exactly and things can be fleeting yeah. right uh so is your anger in that moment of the day it's fleeting it's not gonna last yep. forever yep. It, it will last forever if you want it to right if you want it to it Amen. can last forever but Everything is fleeting. Everything is a is a fucking like lightning bolt. It's just it's how it is. And so it's how you take it in and what you're going to do with it. But love yourself and be there be be there in life and present. I think well humans can just I don't know, we'd be unstoppable I, in the best I way. I agree. And Rob Bell would say that if we did all wake up one day and love ourselves, yeah. that would be heaven. Yeah. 
that that is what heaven yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the That's concept true. of heaven is meant to be heaven on earth. Yeah, yeah. You know. Exactly. And people say... Not that I'm... Uh, you guys, I, I promise I'm not a religious person. No, but and, it doesn't... And, and, but they and, all mirror each other, though. I they think all of Rob dance. Bell as a philosopher more yeah. than anything else. He just happens to talk about God and Jesus a lot. But but the concept, the idea that... Call it whatever you want to call it. Call yeah. it heaven. Call it nirvana. Call it yeah. utopia. Whatever the fuck. Like... If we all loved ourselves yeah. and put love, love into at, the universe, that's heaven. This is that would be heaven. Yeah, and put fear out there and live in fear, and that is truly hell. That's it. So, yeah. again, like we do write our story. We yeah. do, and how you want to write that story is entirely on you, and which gives dis- you so much power our duty to discover. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. as Lucy says, like it's it's our duty yeah to discover our thing and yeah. to and to pursue it and by pursue it i believe she means like to 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 put it out yeah you know so just to, unlock yourself figure it yeah. out find your identity i think that's where it lies in 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 general with all humans like what is your identity take away your parents from the equation they are wonderful people or not i don't know that doesn't matter what what do you want your identity to be like and what do you identify with cuz some of our our like our patterns are not re- like they're ours but also inherited from mom and dad because they are your first teachers right so it's kind of like so who are you in the end what do you want oh cool then you unlock it the passion everything starts flowing that creativity and whatever that creativity is it can be Hell, it can be in robotics. It can be in like literal right. color. Creativity doesn't yeah. mean like arts. No. You know what I mean? Whatever. Means, right. Something, that creativity of whatever it is you're going to unlock, whether it's making a fucking chair or a cork to the wine, which yes, please. And <laughs> you know, it all, whatever. It is what it or, is. To, or unlocking the secrets of the universe yeah. by being a fucking cosmologist, you know, you know, whatever. That whoever would be awesome are, too. Whoever you are. Be the best of that. Pursue yeah. the best of that. Put the best of that out into the universe. And, fi- and But more importantly, and I think the point of this sermon and the point of this episode is find that. Yeah. Find, find that it. thing. Yeah. Because that's what's going to give purpose and meaning to all of the rest of exactly. the shit. This Lucy I love. A fucking men. This dude. Lucy I'm here for. Which has been sleeping if this, since her senior if this year. Is, if this is a taste of the Lucy for this season, I can't wait. Yeah, dude. please, please, please don't disappoint me. I please. am so excited yeah. for more of this Lucy. This is the Lucy that's been sleeping. Yes. Like for that, like years. years. Yeah. <laughs> Where has she been? We haven't seen this one since senior year. Yeah. Her, her senior yeah. year in high school. Yeah, we haven't seen her. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Well, hopefully it continues on. Yeah. Oh, God. God. Oh my God. Please, Fingers please. <laughs> crossed. Lord help yeah. us. Um, yeah. I mean. But I do want her to be crazy when she's giving birth. <laughs> I do. I want her to be like, get out of my I, face, Kevin. I don't think this show is going to waste any time showing us the birth of this kid. <sighs> I think I genuinely think it's like whatever episode it is, is it will begin with the kid having been born. <laughs> like, oh man, they did it with Annie. But but we never saw Annie like in labor. Eh, kind of. I guess that's true. We did see her in the hospital. You saw her sure. sweaty. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows, whatever. But again, I'm here for it. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm genuinely 
like excited yeah. for this season or the rest of it because I feel like there's a lot here. See, yeah. uh, see, we're working with a lot, you yeah. know, like I, I, this has been lacking for yeah. previous seasons. Oh like, yeah. Like we're working with a lot here, man. I'm, I'm ready for it. I know. Like give it to me, please. I know, but I mean, listen, optimistic, cautiously optimistic. I'm going to uh, put, listen, we just talked about it. Put the best into the universe. But this is already done. No, whatever. <laughs> Could you imagine like, oh, I don't know where it's like, oh my God, these episodes, where have they been? But Schrodinger's cat says, if we haven't seen it, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, so, you know, we're, yeah. we're manifesting it as much as anything else. Get better. <laughs> you can do it. Uh, all right. Any stray observations before we rate this episode i just want aaron carter gone (laughs) (laughs) that's it that was your stray observation okay yeah that's about it um yeah i don't know that i have any dude i totally have a note saying oh my god lucy's wearing the cloak cloth whatever (laughs) (laughs) vestments (laughs) Watch me be wrong. Like, watch that not be the term. I'm all proud of myself. <laughs> oh, so funny. <sighs> anyway, yeah, I'm good. I don't have any history observations. Let's rate it. Okay. I'm actually going to give it two thumbs up. <gasps> yeah. Look at you. No, I can't hate it. You know what I mean? Even though there's some things that piss me off, but that's okay. I think it's expected at this point of the yeah, show. Really. Like, <laughs> like, oh, like at one point, do they get a pass for sucking? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's some good nuggets here. I'll, I'll accept it. Mm. I mean, I think I'm going to give it one thumb up, one thumb down. Okay. Which might be the first time I went lower than you did I know. ever in the history of this podcast. Um, but because for me, the low points are like yeah. low. Yeah, they are low. Which actually, you know what? I got to check myself. Are you sure? I got to check. I, I do. I am sure. I do. I am sure. I am going to check myself. I am going to give it two thumbs up because... The low points, as I'm thinking about them, are what? Harry? Like, even he's not that much of a low point. Is that even his name? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. I I don't believe you, Aaron. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like, I refuse to write Harry. I keep writing Aaron. Have a better name, Aaron Carter. Seriously. Um, God, he is such an Aaron Carter, though, right? Yeah, I know. Like, you look at that person, you're like, your name's Aaron, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, okay, I I amend I amend my rating. I will give this two thumbs up because mm. I mean, if nothing else for Lucy's Thurman alone, but truly though, they're really the low points aren't that low. I mean, yeah. to, to which is which was your point to begin with, like you know, Simon has a breakthrough. That's lovely. Yeah. Martin Ruthie tension, lovely, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Lucy's Thurman, lovely. So, yeah, I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Yeah. solid two thumbs up season so far y'all three yeah. episodes in we this this season is crushing it right yeah. now watch next episode fucking okay. hate it <laughs> okay let's not put let's not worry about that right now all right let's not um, worry about it okay so yeah mm-hmm. that's that's the deal yeah and you know where to find us right yeah all those things liner notes y'all know till next time bye bye